Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel. And guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar, and the 6th of Cheshvan, 5782, in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Israel is approving the residency status of hundreds of undocumented Palestinians, mainly in the West Bank. In August, Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas and Defense Minister Benny Gantz first discussed the plan, with the two parties reaching a series of agreements that would improve coordination between Israel and the PA. Part of an effort by Israel to strengthen the PA and the economy in Palestinian territories. Many undocumented Palestinians fled from Gaza to the West Bank when Hamas seized power of the Strip in 2007. And as a result, they aren't officially listed in Israel's population registry. Others are undocumented because their families failed to register them before they turned 16. Defense officials say every request for residency will undergo a security check by Israel before being finalized. Israel legalized the status of a group of undocumented Palestinians in 2007 as a gesture of goodwill to President Abbas, but the program was frozen, and between 2010 and 2018, only five applications were approved. So now this effort is back and expected to be in the hundreds. I want to read you a little excerpt from Haaretz that might make things a little bit more clear. It says, These are Palestinians who lack residency status and are not registered in the Palestinian population registry for various reasons. In order to arrange their status, the Palestinian Authority must receive approval from Israel, which is responsible for the population registry. The Knesset announces that Tuesday, October 19th, so one week from today, will be the first War Against Sexual Violence Day on the fourth anniversary of the Me Too movement. Members of Knesset Mosi Raz of Meretz and Edith Silman of Yamina work together on the initiative to make sure that the topic of sexual violence is at the top of the national agenda. On the morning of the 19th, members of the Knesset will debate laws and reforms and in the afternoon hold a conference to hear from victims of sexual crimes themselves. Yael Scherer, a leader in the lobby against sexual assault here in Israel, says, quote, It's time that policymakers hear from the victims themselves in first person on how the state and its institutions treated them, end quote. And trust me, I have heard horror stories from women that I've interviewed about the insensitivity, according to them, of officers and personnel in hospitals following rapes. I covered a story like this. at a, There was a protest that I covered maybe about a year ago. I stopped on the street to cover it, and I spoke to women who were speaking out about sexual assault, and I got some personal stories. It was in this podcast. You may have heard them if you've been following us for all this time, and they talked about how difficult it was for them to head over to the hospital and have to speak to police officers who really didn't seem to care about their stories once they got there after rape. We're going to be back with this story next Tuesday. I'm sure that there's going to be more on this being that next Tuesday is the first war against sexual violence day here in Israel, Tuesday, October 19th. We'll be back in a week from now to cover that. 
Israel's national football team lost to Scotland 3-2 in Saturday's World Cup qualifier match, effectively ending Israel's World Cup hopes. Sad. Scott McTominay from Manchester United scored the game-winning goal for Scotland in the final minutes of play. Israel and Scotland are fighting for second place in their group, which would cement a position for them in the playoffs. But Israel's defeat on Saturday puts it four points behind second place with only three matches remaining in the group stage. Israel is set to play Moldova tonight in Beersheba and then face Austria and Faroe Islands in mid-November. Saturday's World Cup qualifier match was held in Glasgow, Scotland, by the way, in case you were confused about where it was. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I come up with myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. We have... One central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and it'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at israeldaily.news. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's number one. Number two, you can share this show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on social media at israeldaily.news, as well as Shanafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. By the way, a little note about my activities from last night. I hosted about 30 to 40 Olim Chadashim, or new immigrants, in my home last night as a part of my efforts with Tribe Tel Aviv, which is the organization that I run with Rabbi Feldman. And it was really wonderful. We had wine and cheese. People had been here. I mean, they've been in Israel for as little as three days to three months. I'm really glad that I was able to pull this group together. I just kept meeting people at our events and at Shabbat dinners who have been in the country for just basically a minute. And I wanted to do something to get them some friends and introduce them to some people. Wow, we went through every bottle of wine that I purchased and uh, all the cheese and people really had a good time and I'm really happy and I told everyone don't leave here tonight without having made one new contact we even had somebody join us he has been in Israel he comes from Iran I was really excited about him and he did a Persian dance he I told him do you want to put on a Persian song for us and he said yes and he put on a Persian pop song and he showed everyone how to dance and everyone danced a Persian dance and it was super fun so I just wanted to share a little bit about that a little bit about my night with you a team of astronauts are in the Negev's Mitzbe Ramon crater on a mission to simulate conditions on Mars the mission, dubbed the Amandi 20 Mars Analog Mission, will put six astronauts in isolation in an artificial Martian base until the end of the month. During the mission, the astronauts will conduct tests of drones that can navigate using the wind and sun rather than using a GPS. The mission will also study the effects of isolation on the astronauts. Gernot Gromer, an Austrian mission supervisor, says the group's cohesion and their ability to work together are crucial for surviving on Mars. It's like a marriage, except in a marriage you can leave, but on Mars you can't. Wow, end quote. The mission is a combined effort between the Israeli Space Agency and the Austrian Space Forum. 
The entire team is made up of astronauts from 25 different countries with the Mission Support Center operating out of Austria. The habitat the astronauts will be living in has an airlock, and the astronauts will be required to wear spacesuits when going outside, just like they would do on Mars itself. And if you're not familiar with Mitzpe Ramon, it is a huge, enormous crater in the desert of Israel, and I totally understand why they chose it. It's a very unusual location. You should look up some photos of it if you don't know anything about it. Maybe I actually have some photos from some months back when I went to Mitzpe Ramon. Maybe I'll throw one up on Instagram so that you can see what it looks like. All right. Well, that's it for today's show. I've got to run all the way up north to a very, very northern place for an interview that I am conducting, a big one. Today is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 22 degrees Celsius and a high of 28 degrees. That's 71 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 83 degrees for the high. With some rain over here, by the way, in Tel Aviv, subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. Thank you to Alex Schloss for today's stories and updates and Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'll send you off today with Synesthesia by Erica Kral. Have a great and productive day.
last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one.